Hi, this is Mary Lou Lore, and you're listening to Radio 8-Ball with Andras Jones. to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andros Jones, hanging out here at Starburns Industries with our musical guest, Sarah Kramer. Say hi, Sarah. Hi. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) And the first of our guests to join this Pop Oracle session with Sarah is a returning guest. We we gave her a little, it's no big surprise, we gave her a little shout out in the last segment. Let's welcome her back to Radio 8 Ball, Azalea Snail. Nice to be back. And, and, as, and back in a much better place. I'm three minutes from my place where I live, oh, yeah. I live in a little guest house not far from here. Oh yeah. So. And when you came in, you were drenched. From the it's rains. Pretty, it's pretty crazy <laughs> out there. It is pretty it looked, wild. It was, yeah, it was wild. Uh, but I really appreciate your braving the rain and coming back after the last time. Last time we did the show, we did it in this sort of scungy little garage. No offense to the guys who took us in. They were, <laughs> you know, that was nice of them to do it. But, you know, it's hard when you've had this amazing studio yeah. To go to that, and so I appreciate your. I'm this glad that you got to come out and. I love it. Check I'm out so the nice close. Stuff. I'm. Yeah. Yeah. And one of these days, we got to have you playing music on the show. Well, I want to bring my my other half, Dan West, and do a I Lovey Dove thing. I'm I sure know. We'll get to that. Oh yeah. At some point. Nothing wrong with being Lovey Dovey. <laughs> yeah. I'm Lovey Dove. Valentine's. Oh no, we're going to be. This is past Valentine's Day. Yeah. Right? Yeah. This is coming out in March. So. Yeah. And Valentine's Day is past. Did you have a good one? Great. Yes, we DJed on uh, <laughs> on the roof of uh, the Freehand, which you know Dan and I do these DJ gigs, spreading oh. love. Our instant joy. That's awesome. Yeah, that was good. It's really great. It was. Uh, I. How come I wasn't invited? Because you live in Olympia. Today, <laughs> right, right, right. I wasn't even in town. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> okay. You could fly down next time. You're right. You're right. I probably should have. Yeah, you're missing out, man. <laughs> how do you like this? Ta- this time travel thing is pretty fun, huh? Yeah, and in fact, that was going to be that. That's going to be my question. Was, okay, stri- great. Because it's funny, all this synchronicity. You know, I met Sarah originally, and she might remember better than than me, but she played trumpet with me, probably in the early two thousands. Yeah, it was we were, downtown. Okay, at, at, at Coles. Coles, right? At Coles, I used to have a sax player and a trumpet player. And I guess, did you join on second trumpet, or was my trumpet player not there? I don't remember the details. But I don't know if it was that I sat in or that we were double-billed, that I was playing in a band. Ah, that, that could be. That, w- that we had this shared night. Okay. But 
what I remember is you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always love to have horn players. It's really yeah. important to me. And and I mean, I've done crazy things. Like one time, I was driving through Hollywood and heard this guy playing saxophone, and I just stopped and got out. And it was this really great guy who was on some Star Trek, one of the Next Generation shows. Really? And he came out and played a big. I hate, I'm so sorry I don't remember his name, but he was a really wonderful uh, African-American gentleman. And he ended up uh, jamming with me at some gig. I don't remember the gigs per se, but, you know. So I'm always like, anytime I hear a great horn player, I'm like, yeah, can you jam with me, please? You know. Yeah, I appreciate it. I got to hear I got to hear Sarah play horn on the theme song that uh, plays My before horn. this set, and uh, it was great. She's I, incredible. Yeah, yeah. I've been ta- talking to different people. Everyone loves the songs, but people like I knew I knew this was going to tell you people are going to start talking about you as a session, talking about your session stuff and the trumpet. So I'm glad people heard the heard you play some horn. It's rare to find um, an amazing female trumpet player. It's just kind of rare. There's not a lot, and and she's just exquisite. So. Is, do you do you, do you find that as an do you do you know a lot of other other uh, I, I don't think, mean to give credit I mean do you I want to give away gigs I think in general the world doesn't offer enough opportunity or chances for women and women are um, especially in music far and few and you know certainly I, I mean I say really horns are like the bottom of the barrel budget wise so even men you know people will use you know synthesized horns or no horns but the best music I think has horns Mm -hmm. but so already horns I feel like they're making a comeback but yeah there's not a lot of female trumpet players do you think that that's a generation like it seems like what Whatever was the case, like, I, I I was born. I went to, graduated in '86. Graduated high school in '86, and my generation of people, I feel like that was probably more the case for. But as I like, I'm constantly seeing these crazy YouTube videos of just like people, like kids playing playing incredible things. Right. All like all like thirteen year old kids playing these amazing guitar parts that. Do you ever see thirteen-year-old girls playing trumpet? Though I'm sure. No, I'm sure. Well, I don't know. I mean, maybe they're. I just. I don't know. Yeah, I'm curious. I'd be curious if the and if trumpets, if horns are making a comeback. I think there's something about real because there is a real instrument comeback. Real horns. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, nothing like real anything. Real drums. Real. You know. Real. Real acoustic guitar. Real. Real voices that are auto tuned. You could kind of get away with fake strings, but. Don't tell you it to really a string need player. Real horns. <laughs> because of the great mellotron. <laughs> yeah, the mellotron is such a great thing, isn't right. it? Right. But I mean, like the synthesized sounds are, you know, when it's in a mix of yeah. things, strings can kind of yeah. fit in and 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 it works out, um, or it could go a more electronic sounding route. But with horns, you really have to have it's, real it's horns. It's like breath control. Yeah, it's, it's air. air. Yeah. It's yeah. air. So, you know, organic. Yeah. So yeah. I think I think you're right. Well, I mean, good thing yeah, we have a real right. good thing we got a real horn right here. Okay, and and so have you played together recently? When was the last time you played a show we together? Did uh, she Sarah um, did our Tom Petty uh, birthday celebration at the Bootleg Theater last October 20th, and she was amazing. And which songs uh, did you do? Um, you're so bad and. 
Um, ooh. Oh my God. Now I'm trying to remember too. I know. <laughs> oh well, God. also, there yeah. Two great ones. Uh, won't back down. That's right. Got it. That's right. Won't back yeah. down. She was fantastic. Got it. That's really great. What night. did you do? Uh, well, I, let's see, Dan and I did, well, he did, a, um, uh, I Need to Know. Dan West and uh, isn't that a great song yes. that's that second Tom Petty album just kills me and I've been doing uh, the wild one forever it's oh, yeah. actually on my latest that's not, yeah, album that's, that's actually one that yeah. you put out right yeah it's on my uh, neon resistance record which came out last year well, just for those people who are listening who are not and, haven't followed along on Radio 8 Ball forever, we did a, a, radio, a Tom Petty tribute, and you should check it out. I'll put it in the show notes. So, anyway, oh, you were saying? No, I was going to say, and wasn't that Tom Petty event, I know you worked with other people, but wasn't it in part or large part a Lovey Dove production? Isn't Lovey it Dove was, starting to produce shows? Well, it was, uh, it was actually uh, in cahoots oh. with these two other women. Uh, Rock and Robin Productions. That's right. And sh- this woman named Cheryl Marino. And actually, Danae, Danae Weinberg. So it was four women, all told. And uh, I have something I call instant joy, which I'm trying to do all uplifting stuff. That's what our DJ nights are about. And that's we're doing some all-ages shows. And as much as I can get into, you know, low and some of those, you know, slow core bands, for me, as I, especially as I get older, I need, I need uplift. You know what I mean? <laughs> so what a that's great way our... to head towards spring. This is great. I love it because I don't have enough of that in my own particular soul. I have a, I do tend to, go to want to go to the. Look, look into the dark yeah. places. So I think, most, I think really, a lot of people do. I'm really happy that you because I because because I have that experience when I do experience something that uplifts. I'm like, what? Yeah. That's exactly what. Why am I? That's what I should have. Yeah. And, and why am I, I so mean, cynical? look at it. It's raining out, and Azalea <laughs> rolls up in a fluorescent pink poncho. You know, I, I mean, talk about upbeat. And yeah. you know, that's that's actually a Kate Spade, which is so weird. <laughs> talk about well, I'll go, go back yeah. down, but. I just found that. I found that at a secondhand store. But um, I was like, could I get away with a hot pink range? <laughs> Hell yeah. And it's a poncho. I was like, this is it's great. Awesome. You it's just awesome. throw it on. But thank you for noticing. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So you have a, you have a question about time travel for us. An uplifting yeah. question about time travel, I imagine. Well, it's not necessarily uplifting. But I was just because I, I, you know, I, on Facebook, you read everybody's posts. And you and they're kind of always putting out. Their, Sarah is very philosophical on Facebook. <laughs> She is. She's very deep, and a lot. And I know I. Ha- I really have to hand it to her because most people only write about you know the fun stuff they're doing, or that maybe somebody dies. There's that Aww. direction. Their animal. Their pet. Um, but um, but I feel like she really puts her heart and soul out there, and that's not easy to do. It's really hard to. Um, to be so vulnerable on a on a social media site, and I mean I don't I don't go there much. I do a lot of political posting, which is my way of you know trying to stir stir the pot, I guess. But um, but I was just thinking um, if you know our Mike, it's kind of a longer question, but I'll yeah okay. Goes. Go. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, I'm just trying with all the technology and the conveniences of modern life. I just wonder. Are we better off? Like, should we, you know, if you could zap yourself back into a certain decade, let's say, I'd like to be back in the 1960s. Me too. Yeah? Well, or at least I've never been there, but I'd like to go. I mean, I'd like to be transmitted, trans, you know, I'd like to just go back and be, you know, maybe in my late 20s, 27, let's say, Aww. which is my lucky number. But I'd love to have experienced the 60s, and now... 
you know, there was a lot of bad things, you know, the civil That's rights right. and all the, you know, there was a lot of uh, prevalent racism, etc. But I just feel like everything was kind of innocent. It was before technology took over. So that's kind of my question. Are we better off, you know, if we could zap ourselves into another decade? Would, well, I mean, the whole world could be zapped back to another decade? Well, or, or, or your personal, you know. So this you, is for, it's more for you. This is really, could, I feel like that, that this is a, if you'll forgive me for playing my okay. role as host. Yeah. But, <laughs> but this is, like, it feels like this is, a, this is a personal, like when you say, I want to go back to the 60s and I want to be 27, uh, we've been it's been coming up a lot this week on the show maybe it's just something in the air but there's a lot of questions about sort of alternate timelines and roads not taken and what if I could be here or there so almost it, it, if it almost is more like I know because I feel like I think we all kind of feel like it would probably we would be better off we kind of feel like we would be better off without all the technology that's driving us so crazy. I don't think the kids would feel that way. Like all the Where are they? people under here. 18, I don't think <laughs> they would think that, you know? I mean, I don't know. Oh, is that it? So, okay, so let like cuz I want to be able to like it's really a balance, dig into the question. Though. There's much that's amazing about the technology. Mhm. Yeah. But I agree there's a certain simplistic nature-based rhythm and connection that gets lost or destroyed or mangled <clears throat> so the question is would we be better off without technology or is that it well you could you could do it that way or would we be better off living as if we were in the in, in the, the 1960s. 1960s okay yeah would we be better off if like if technology had stopped right. at the 1960s like yeah. we're living now but with that technology yeah yeah, I'm not trying so. to change your question. I'm and but well, I, do... I love I love the fashion. I yeah. love the music of that era. You know, okay. I just kind of love that era. Okay, well <laughs> let's time travel. Let's time travel back to the '60s and see what we get. So now to engage the pop oracle, you know how this works. You get to spin the wheel of eight. Na 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 na. Wheel of eight. Song number seven. Way back home. Is it running? Okay. I dreamed I saw light in the road shining bright, showing me the way back. Raspberries growing home when the fireflies are in flight. Home in the summertime with the fan in the window on, crickets making their sounds in the night. Slowly the garden stops calling and the leaves from the trees start falling and the air is crisp and cool on the skin. It's time to carve faces and put candles in their places Looking out through the glass at the blowing wind Soon the snow will cover like blankets of silence that hover And icicles will be hanging from the roof As the smoke 
rises up the chimney and the music from the records comes to me I'm home I don't need any proof I'm not ready to pack away my sweater but surely the springtime's better cause everything is growing and it's new Showing me the way back home, the way back home. Sarah Kramer with Way Back Home, played beautifully on the nylon string guitar. The answer to Azalea Snail's question about, I sort of shoehorned it into, would be would we be okay? Would we be better off if technology had frozen at a decade of night at the 1960s, like say pre-moon landing, right around yeah. pre-moon landing? Uh, but it's so funny. It's like, this game is like psychedelics you can focus you can think you're focused one way but then when the music starts and your mind starts mind tripping on the question it all starts to blend and it becomes very personal so so can you tell us a little bit about that song i have some ideas but uh it's a gorgeous song that song is about my childhood which i grew up in the 70s and um my way of life was very much like simplified without technology. I mean, I wasn't even allowed to watch TV or anything. And um, it's kind of like the feeling of going through the seasons in my room. So like out in the backyard, there was a lilac tree and we had raspberries growing out there. and, And there were certain things that made the seasons stand out, like You'd bust out the fan when it became summer. You'd put it in the window. You know, the mm-hmm. lightning bugs would come out. Um, <clears throat> and then, like, the, you'd, there was, like, a trunk that it had a certain smell to it. And, and, like, when it became spring, you would take out your spring clothes and uh, the winter sweaters and things would go in the trunk stashed away somewhere, you know. And, and then... Um, what town was it? I grew up in West Orange, New Jersey. Ah. Okay. Yeah. I was born in Germany, but left when I was two. I often wonder if I had just stayed there, if things could have been... Another road another, not taken. Another road not taken. Right. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so basically that song just kind of, it, you know, it didn't list every single thing, like sled riding and, you know, building tunnels and stuff in the snow, but some of the things of yeah. the seasons. You know, I grew up in Newark, New Jersey, a little bit. Did oh, I, tell you? I don't know if I told you. I was <laughs> that born was in very Philly. close. That was yeah, very, close. very my, close. My my father was from New Brunswick, New wow. Jersey. I used to spend summers there. Wow. Hey, forget yeah. about it. The yeah. Court Tavern, <laughs> New Brunswick. Yeah. Do you remember the Court Tavern? I, no, I don't. That was a venue that I, one of my first yeah. gigs. Anyway. So, uh, so 
there's a lot of connections. There's all kinds of crazy synchronicities. I can't I can't even catch them all with my brain. Azalea, what do you think about that? Is the answer to your question? Because I thought there was some. Well, you know what's interesting stuff. is that you know you can uh, you know in the '60s you could just pick up your acoustic guitar with the nylon strings, and you didn't need any of that razzmatazz, you know, newfangled stuff that you know the kids are using now, which mm-hmm. which I love, and you know Dan and I embrace it, but. Yeah, there's something about just playing a, a beautiful little song on an acoustic guitar that will never go out of style. Well, know? I just it, was it in, or were you intentionally referencing Homeward Bound? Mm. No. Home where the children's taking home where my love lies. Waiting. I know that oh. song. Yeah, and you had well, you did there when you did you did a you do a like home where da 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 home where da or. Oh, 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 yeah. Home when the fireflies are in flame. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. it just made, like, in my mind, because I was thinking of the 60s, I was like, oh, wow. Because m- my connect so much, even almost as much for me growing up as a kid, the Beatles records were in my collection, my mom's collection or my my mom and dad's collection. And, my, and so was Simon and Garfunkel. But something about Simon and Garfunkel, maybe because they were American and because the graduate took, takes place at Berkeley and my my family, my father was a college professor in the UC system. And so for some, for me, that felt, Simon and Garfunkel felt like the 60s. One of my most favorite songs is Sound of Silence. Yeah. And uh, so I was thinking about that. And I was also thinking about, well, first of all, the, the whole theme of going towards spring, the changing of the seasons, like this is that this is our vernal equinox episode that there's so much spring stuff coming through that felt really good. And then I was just also thinking about how something that um, came up in an earlier episode, uh, one of our earlier episodes that we taped this week, was the idea that a lot of uh, a lot of people, I mean, right now our country's sort of in the throes of it, this thing of like that there was some better, better, there was some better time in the past. And it's not just the make, coal miners. It's not just make America great again or like all, oh, but there's, Ugh. there's something in the human spirit that we always, there's this time that was perfect. It's like the, the fall from in, 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 in the Eden like story. childhood. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Before right. all the shit gets right. weighed on your right. shoulders. Exactly. And responsibilities. And you got to keep up with all this other stuff other than just your own true essence and authenticity. Yeah. Being, who you are, fully and, present in the world. Right. And for us, I mean, I don't know about, like, I was born in 68. So for me, I did live in the 60s, but a I didn't. Yeah. But I bet the 60s were not as good for the Beatles as the end of the 60s were for me as a baby in a loving, in a family where I could be close to my mom. Like, you, there's nothing that's better than that place because we all yearn for it, that place of perfect, not being stressed out about anything except the most essential thing, which is being close to your Babies mom. Babies are or, pretty cranky, though. They're cranky, but they're... they're <laughs> no. They're, it's not cranky. They're just... They're just they're immediately... Yeah, screaming. Yeah. That's because yeah. we're cranky. We get crank. We're like, yeah. stop bumming me out. Be quiet. And they're like, I'm just being a... <laughs> you know? You know, I, and again, I don't, I don't know exactly, but I think there's something about that, about this idea that we yearn... We're always yearning for a better time, and usually, I think there's something about it that it's right on the edge of what we tasted. Like I don't know about you, but you probably had a you were you, you're about maybe about my about my same age. You can't ask a woman that. I know. Andrew, I'm, so you, come on. 
You know better than Spin that. Spin the wheel. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm sorry. Spin the wheel. What I'm saying is that there's a we we were all close enough. We all we all grew up. I guess we were all kids in the 70s to some degree, and so that means that before, like we were babies or pre-babies. Well, in that I'm an aficionado time. of that era. I don't yeah. think it has anything because I know a lot of young people too that just love the '60s. Oh so, yeah, you know what I mean. There is a, there is that kind of mod thing and the psychedelic thing and the soul thing, and it just was a really magical time. I yeah. mean, it was so many, there were so many colors, and now like just look at the cars. Well, They're even the air quality and the water quality and the food quality. I mean. It was still real back then. There weren't like fake well, seeds. In, L- in LA, and- <laughs> the 60s were bad for air. Oh, right. Just so okay. you know. But, well, you know, there's still, right. there was a lot of. Yeah. Um, and yet, on the level of uplifting, you chant, like, we, when you were playing that song on that acoustic guitar, in that, like, I had, there were thoughts of Paul Simon and there were thoughts of Joni Mitchell and there were thoughts of. All this music, but not just the music, but the place and the time and the feeling of being young. And in this moment, in that moment when you were playing, other than the computer that's recording this, there was no there was no other technology involved other than a, an artist and a guitar and people listening. And for a moment, we did time travel back to if we were allowed ourselves in our hearts and our minds to that place where it's like, oh, just being a kid and feel like... And just the, it's the such music. a heartfelt yeah. song. It's just, yeah. I mean, I'm, I have tears in my eyes. Aww. Yeah. You, 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 you cry sparkles. <laughs> they're just, yeah, you, I got my sparkles. It's like you're like a, <laughs> a beautiful cartoon character. Just sparkles come out of your eyes. <laughs> Gotta have the glitter. <laughs> it's beautiful. Gotta have glitter. Glitter. Glitter comes out of your eyes, glitter not sparkles. Glitter has to be. <laughs> glitter tears. It well, uh, well, Azalea, uh, I... I, I uh, I loved having you on the show again, and we will have to do some more uplifting in the future. As you you. can see, Sarah's friends are starting to gather in the other room, and I hope they're enjoying the the vittles and the comestibles. And you may, and if you feel like hanging out, keep hanging out. That's sweet. Thank you. Um, But now, uh, thank you, Sarah Kramer, for having me. Thank you, Azalea, for for doing this. Beautiful. Beautiful. I love you. I love you too. Uplift. <laughs> that's it. We got an end. That's it. Cool. Always end on loving and happiness. Oh, Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. We hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. For more info about our show, visit Radio8Ball.com, where you'll find the Radio 8 blog, our Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the pop oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you give us good reviews and ratings, that really helps get the word out. Until next time, I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio